You're listening to Smart Businesses Do This, and today I am joined by Daniel Rose, one of the original founders of Six Pack Shortcuts. In today's episode, he reveals how he scaled the fitness business to be the number one channel on YouTube with advertising, and how you can too if you follow these steps. Stay tuned. I'm your host, Adam Lyons. Let's get started. You are listening to Smart Businesses Do This, the podcast show for freelancers, side hustlers, and upcoming small business owners who want to transform their current business or business idea into a company that is built to succeed, simple to run, and gives you the freedom to live your life on your own terms. I'm your host, Adam Lyons. Let's get started. Today, we're talking to Daniel Rose, one of the founders of Six Pack Shortcuts, which uh, was, Daniel, were you, you guys are the number one fitness channel on YouTube, right? Are you still? No, I believe there's a few bigger now. There's a few uh, yoga channels that are bigger, but for a long time, we were the biggest fitness channel. Yeah, it's absolutely incredible. And, you know, I, I was blessed because I got to see like the origin of it right from the beginning when you first started. And then you, you sold it a little while back, if I remember correctly, right? Yeah, that's exactly right. Dude, I love it. So obviously today, what we want to talk to you about is YouTube. And your angle on YouTube, which is a little bit different to everybody else's, because we've spoke to some other YouTube experts in the past, and it's a lot more about the, the organic kind of like uh, creation. But one of the things that you guys did with Six Pack was you actually scaled the YouTube via advertising, right? Exactly. Yeah, that was our specialty. We really focused a lot on the advertising and the marketing side. Uh, we did some stuff on the organic side, but it was all supported by the marketing. Yeah, I absolutely love that. So, all right, Dan, I, let's just imagine we've got somebody sitting here listening to this and they're like, all right, I don't know what Six Pack Shortcuts is. You know, I don't know how it works. Why don't you just give us a little bit of a background about you, your story in Six Pack? Yeah, sure thing. So back in 2010, I was kind of struggling. Uh, back at the time, I was um, a little bit involved in the dating advice industry. I had written a book about sex a while back, but I was having some disagreements with those partners. So I decided to start a business on the side with my friend who was a trainer. Basically, what we did uh, to start off with is we made videos, we put them on YouTube, and we started seeing a few sales. What we were selling was a course on uh, how men could get six-pack abs and how men could uh, lose their belly fat and get in shape. So we tried uh, putting a few organic videos up. We got a few sales from that. But when things started really taking off, it's when we started advertising. Uh, we started advertising way back before Google had even fully taken over the YouTube advertising interface. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, and we were able to really blow it up. So we started with that course, uh, teaching men how to get six-pack abs. We later moved into supplements. The main product later became a greens powder. We also have apple cider vinegar, testosterone boosters, and a bunch of other things. So by the time I left, there were a bunch of different digital product lines, a bunch of different supplement lines, and it became a real big company. Dude, I absolutely love that. So, okay, so somebody's listening to you today and they're like, okay, I want to create YouTube and I want to use advertising. Where does somebody even start if somebody was going to start right from the beginning today? So I would say the, the very first thing to do, if you don't have anything up on your channel at all, is to just start by making a few simple organic content videos. Uh, just get a few things up on your channel just so it's not a completely empty channel and so people know that you're legit. The next thing that I would do is learn how to script a good ad. A lot of people go on there and they're just trying to advertise a video which isn't really optimal for an ad. What I would say is just learn how to really catch somebody's attention in the first five seconds and learn the structure of a good commercial. Yeah, then I would write a few commercials and then get started advertising your first commercials. Okay, I love that. So in terms of scripting that first commercial, is there like a format to follow or like a book somebody could read that can give them an idea? Should it be 15 seconds, 30 seconds? What should people be looking at to do? Yeah, because I, I think obviously just any type of copywriting course or marketing course is going to help with your uh, YouTube copywriting as well. But there are a few very important things that are different. The most important thing that's different that I see a lot of people messing up, even experienced copywriters on YouTube, is what I call the skip stopper. 
So as you know, as most people listening to this will know, most of the advertising on YouTube is skippable, what's called in-stream advertising. That means that your ad shows up before the viewer's video that they wanted to watch, and they're kind of interrupted by it. They have the option to skip your ad after five seconds. Studies have shown that about 90% of these ads are skipped, and it kind of has to be this way. We can't spend our time watching every ad. We can only watch a few that really speak to us, which we think we might be interested in. So what most people don't realize is that you really got to catch your prospect's attention in the first five seconds, or else everything after that is not going to matter. If somebody skips an ad, you could have the most brilliant call to action, the most brilliant sales funnel. It's like it's not even there because the prospect will never see it. So I would say that's the first thing. Really, really think about those first five seconds of the ad, uh, really microanalyze it and get a perfect five seconds to catch people's attention. If I was going to ask you for a, an example of a, a perfect skip stopper that you guys came up with, what would, what would it be? There's a variety of different things. So a couple of different things that we did that, that worked really well. So, I mean, here's a super simple one. So we sold a product to men over 40 called Abs After 40. If you're over 40, you've probably seen this ad where the ad starts off where there's two really good looking older women that are in their early 40s and they walk out in bikinis. And then it starts with that shot. So your attention is grabbed right away. After that, it transitions to kind of a frumpy looking old guy who's like trying to get their attention and he's getting ignored. So it got your attention, but then it kind of transitioned into relating to how the prospect feels. But then the, the frumpy old guy was actually Mark McGillier, who was our trainer for the product at the time. He rips off his shirt and jumps in the pool. And you can see that he's in incredible shape. He's got ripped six-pack abs. He's, I believe, 56 now and just like fitness model shape. And you can see the woman's reaction to him is totally different. And of course, uh, this was done with higher spokespeople and it was acted out. But it kind of let people visualize the reactions, uh, the difference in how they'd be treated once they got in shape like Mark. So, so that's kind of one example. And uh, there's many different ways you can do this. Just the promise of content can be a good skip stopper. Just a very specific statement that you're talking to a specific person. There's many different ways, but that kind of gives you an idea of uh, how you need to catch attention. Okay, I absolutely love this. And then in terms of like how many ads you would run, because I know, you know, obviously I've had some unique insight into this because I was helping out with six pack back in the day. But like, you know, if you give some insight for the listeners, like how many ads would you run? How many would you start with? You know, obviously you'd, you would split test them. Maybe you could talk a little bit about that as well. Yeah, sure thing. So this is something that a lot of people don't know. So we would be producing around 10 to 15 new ads per month at Six Pack once we had the full team of copywriters and video editors built out. And that was a really, I guess, unrecognized reason for our success because we had some good ideas. My copywriters had great ideas. The people on the video editing team did a great job. Everybody was doing a really good job with the commercials, but there was a lot that we were making that didn't work. Probably about eight out of 10 would not work on a huge scale. One of the biggest reasons why I think we got so many huge scale hits is that we simply produce more high quality commercials. So we kind of had more at bats. It's like a baseball player. Um, no baseball player is going to hit a home run every time. But if you give yourself more at bats, eventually it's inevitable that you get some home runs. So that's one part of it. First, you just have to produce enough creative so that way you can achieve large scale success. The other part of it is that most people don't really know how to split test their, uh, their ads on YouTube. Most people, what they do is they either split test on view rate or they split test on sales or they have one single metric that they split test based on. And I developed something called the three-level split testing system. I'm about to release a book on YouTube marketing soon, and I, I talk in detail about this. But just in a nutshell, the three-level split testing system is when you have a lot of data, when you have enough data to split test based on the ROI and the sales, then you split test based on the ROI. Many times, you're not going to have enough data to, to test based on sales. So in that case, I would split test based on cost per lead. If you set your funnel up or your e-commerce store up the right way, this will have a really strong correlation with sales and it can enable you to make meaningful improvements to your campaigns 
uh, when you just spent 30 or $40. We would also even do an additional level of split testing beyond that for the smallest campaigns uh, called cost per click split testing. So on YouTube, when somebody views your ad, that's counting as a view. And when somebody responds to your ad and clicks on the call to action, then that's, that's what's ultimately counted as a click. So the clicker is not something that everybody who sees the ad will do. Only a small percentage will click through. So your cost per click can also be a good way to make improvements if you only have a little bit of data and it's a small campaign. So that's the key here. Make it a good amount of creative and have a good system for split testing it. Okay. No, dude, I absolutely love that. I think that's great. So a lot of people find the YouTube ad interface intimidating. Are there any tools or tutorials you recommend to help people get through that? What I would say is... There's some course on Google ads, but I really haven't seen very many courses out there on YouTube ads. Just a general knowledge of Google ads will help you. But I think the real thing that's going to make things simple is that somebody like myself or like an expert, um, like somebody that you might have had on the show, we're talking about all these crazy ninja tactics and it kind of overwhelms people. They don't realize that they could actually start super simple and then scale things off from there. For example, with remarketing campaigns, there's lots of advanced remarketing tactics I I talk about that might intimidate people. But even if you just start off with showing ads to anybody who's gone to your website in the past 30 days, just place a simple little piece of code on your site and just show ads to anyone who's been to your site, any page at all in the last 30 days, you can get started with just that. There's simple ways that you can get started. Just get started with a very small, simple campaign where you're spending maybe $100 a month. Just look at this as a learning experience and do that for a few months. And over time, you're going to pick up the advanced features. I love that. I think, you know, this is something we talk about a lot when it comes to business is just reminding people that it often pays to just put your finger in and do it for a while until it becomes so easy that then you can level up and go bigger than that. I remember it's actually the same with me with investing and buying stocks. I was talking about this to my girlfriend this morning. Like I started out years ago, just buying a couple of stocks just because I was like, oh, how does the process work? And I wasn't trying to be some big shot investor. I just was like, oh, I'll just play with this. And now it's at a point where I just buy them all the time but I'm now 10 years into doing this. I'm somewhat knowledgeable about what I'm buying and when I'm doing it. And, you know, I, I see a pretty good investment uh, return on my investment. So yeah, I think it's just something that everybody should be doing. Yeah, that's a great analogy. And I think too, a lot of people that are kind of struggling to get started, they're, they're learning a lot of stuff. They're listening to a lot of podcasts, but if you're not even spending anything on Google ads or spending anything and not implementing it right away, it's kind of hard to retain, but just mm-hmm. doing a tiny bit of implementation along with the learning, I think will, will really help people out. Dude, I obviously love that. I think that's great. Okay, so if you were going to share something, you know, with people about YouTube, like if there was like a a lesson or something you felt that should be shared, what would that be? The biggest thing that I've learned about YouTube marketing, I would say it kind of goes back to what I was talking about before, the skip stopper. And this is the point that I really want to emphasize. So a lot of people, I see them start off the ads and they kind of have a mentality like they're writing a sales video. And that's not bad for a sales video, but a lot of times their hook will take 10 or 15 or 20 seconds to develop. And that's just not good enough for YouTube. Uh, For YouTube, what I would say is to brainstorm a large amount of skip stoppers, uh, maybe 15 or 20 or 25 different ones, and put as much time into the first five seconds of the ad as you put into the rest of the ad combined, because that's really, really how important it is. So in order to get these great skip stoppers, the process that we would go through is that my copywriting team and I, we would brainstorm maybe 30 or 40 different skip stoppers. Then we would go through and we would select maybe the 10 best ones out of those. So we're creating a large amount of ideas and creating the 10 best ones out of those. And then out of those 10 that we created, we might get one or two huge hits that would get tens of millions of views. So I think that's probably the single biggest thing that people could do to make their YouTube advertising better. Don't just write whatever you think is good in the first five seconds of the ad. Brainstorm a huge amount of skip stoppers and refine it to the best ideas. And that's really how you're going to get the gold. 
Dude, I absolutely love that. All right. So, you know, if somebody's interested in maybe getting your book or learning more about what you do, where's the best place to find you? Oh, yeah, sure. It's uh, socialresponsemarketing.com. You can pre-order the book there and I'm going to send everybody a a free hardcover copy that pre-orders. But yeah, you can check me out there um, and I'm going to be starting a YouTube channel soon. Dude, I absolutely love this. So this is one that you actually originally taught me years ago and which was really tremendously helpful in my YouTube marketing career. Something that I don't think a lot of people know. So I wanted to reemphasize this to your viewers. The idea of social proof. Uh, This is a very common idea in the social influence and dating advice community. Everybody knows in dating advice, if you're the man that has other women wanting you, then that's going to create a situation where the other women are going to want you just because of that social proof. And same thing goes if you're a woman that has, that's very desired by men. Other men are going to see that and they're going to imitate that behavior. What I've realized is that we think that we make our own decisions as humans, but we're really like monkeys. We're like primates that imitate others instinctively. And that's very, very powerful human behavior. So what I would say uh, how this applies to YouTube marketing is if you can build a popular channel, if you can get millions of views on your ad and get tons of subscribers, that in turn is going to be a very powerful selling point. And then you can say, I'm the number one most subscribed dating coach or psychology hacker or whatever it is that you might be. And that itself, is going to perpetuate your success. So I would say social proof can be very powerful and don't underestimate the value of that asset of your YouTube subscribers. They're constantly social proofing all your ads and making them all work better. Dude, I absolutely love that. I think that's incredible. So there you have it. This is absolutely incredible. Dan's a close personal friend of mine. I've got to work with him on Six Pack Shortcuts and, uh, and I'm looking forward to seeing all the great things you do in the future. Now, if you're new to the podcast and you want to learn more about how to build a smart business, then the absolute best place to start is with my Smart Blueprint ebook. Over 10,000 people have already gone through the book, and it's one of the most comprehensive resources on strategically building and growing your business that you can find anywhere for free. Just visit the smartblueprint.com forward slash ebook to grab a free copy. And I'll see you on the next episode of Smart Businesses Do This.